Welcome to the All About TRH podcast, aka All About the Truth, aka All About the Real Housewives. Today we discuss the crazy part two reunion of the Salt Lake City Housewives, and we discuss hot topics. Enjoy! Hey Chantel! Hi Roxanne! Do I sound a little bit better? You do! Okay, good. Someone uh, on Twitter, again, Twitter is the devil, or X, or whatever, they uh, messaged us. They're, they don't follow us or anything of that sort. I mean, they tweeted at us when we put that Tanisha interview up, and they were like, uh, they said that, they, they were talking crap, and they said, and one of the girls sounds like she needs to blow her nose. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> Dude, I was like, I'm seven months pregnant. <laughs> I'm like really sick. I'm sorry. You're wild. But I thought it was funny because it's true. It really is true. I am sorry that I'm doing these podcasts when I sound like this, but I have been sick so much. I want to record. So, And the tea has been hot, so we, we can't stop right. working here. Exactly. So we have to. Uh, wow. A lot has gone on. Chantel, we released our Tanisha interview yesterday. That's Heather Gay stylist. She's the one who released like that Monica was behind this. Dude, like karma is real, like a real thing, by the way. Oh, yeah. I mean, are you just now thinking about it? Because I think karma will come get you. Yeah. I just like and it, good it karma. I do think, or the I do think good. Out. Yeah, yeah. And I do think good karma can happen too. I agree a hundred percent. Uh, so we have so much to talk about. And uh uh, about Salt Lake City. It was such a good episode. And it's so conflicting because it's so good. And Chantal and I were talking about this beforehand because it was such a good episode. And I was like, Chantal, maybe they really do need Monica because like, look how hype this is. And Chantal, you were like, what'd you say? I I think I just was saying that no one should leave. I think that, especially with the OGs, like we've seen the OGs, no one no, should leave. No, you said Monica should leave, but you said there's so many other interesting things that were happening. Oh, like yeah. I, everything was interesting, honestly, oh, yeah. what happened. Especially in this episode, like I think there were so many good storylines between Mary and Whitney, between Whitney and Heather, between Heather and Lisa. There were so many interesting, right. like real storylines. It felt real to me. Real storylines that actually like were interesting to like listen to and listen to their thought process so it wasn't just monica but like obviously that does bring in the like the energy and like the heat even angie angie i think is bringing it too like we were just talking about like angie we love angie you guys i don't know why people still don't i think she talks great she knows how to defend herself she's in the drama without being like so over the top but she's there Right. Yeah. It was overall, honestly, a great episode. To me, it was better than the last episode. And I just have so much to say. And listen, you guys, we can disagree because, again, I don't know how, but Monica has, like, people defending her, which is crazy because I just feel like the severity of it, like, people don't understand what she's done. Uh, We spoke to someone who was Monica's former friend of like 10 plus years outside of the Tanisha interview. And she had said to us that, you know, Monica was logged into Jen's camera and she would just like log into it and watch Jen, what's happening in her household. And then would randomly like show up to her house. It's on all about TRH.com. But if, if that's, if someone is doing something like that, you're a liability. I wouldn't want you around me. I, I, I could, you're great TV. You should be on TV. In fact, her and her mom should go on that show that 
the girl from Teen Mom went on with Farah Abram and her mom. They went on a show to like <laughs> their relationship or whatever. They should be on a show like that. Like I feel like they need to be on VH1 or TLC, and I I would watch it. But I feel like this is taking away from what the Real Housewives is supposed to be. I think too is if like she had a different. We keep saying this, like a different reaction. If she said, "Listen, yeah. I was desperate to be famous, or I was desperate to get on the show. Now that I'm on the show, I realize it's wrong. I'm sorry. I want to try to repair these relationships. I know you don't trust me, but she is backing down on she's every mean. single thing. She's mean. Like she's truly like mean as hell." And it's like, this is why I can't feel bad for you. Because if you came out of it a different approach, I would think the same thing. Chantal and I'd be like, let's just like see what happens, you know? And I, I, I think it's, is, uh, sorry, I think it's also very clear why she is the way she is, why she's mean, why she has to feel like she's always on the attack. It's a lot, a lot of trauma, a lot of different things that's happened in her childhood. So I think we can give her that. But like for someone who's a little bit, should be a little bit more aware, should just say like, what can I do to like, fix those about me like why do i go on the attack right away why do i do all these things because then you could become a better person yeah absolutely and, and if she had a good pr or good friends or good anything they'd be like listen go into it own it be apologetic make people feel bad for you almost and uh, like that will be your next season just like why am i the way i am you know and, and instead she did the complete opposite and it's it's crazy because um like we during this reunion this episode two I was feeling bad for her about her stories with her mom I'm like that's tough that's rough like I feel bad she didn't have her father in her life like that's a lot but then like it's like she she it's like are you being honest about these things like that's where the like it's at least like, the no text of from her mom which yeah. like at the end of the day her mom is super fucking toxic but I don't blame her mom for like showing the other side like what is what is okay they obviously don't have a normal mom daughter relationship but monica keeps throwing her mom under the bus is she supposed to stay silent because that's her mom like i well you're her daughter why are you why are you throwing your mom under the bus i don't know yeah, I just feel I, like people are like, oh, look, at, she needs to just get, you know, and we'll talk about what Monica's mom said, but like Monica's mom respond with like text messages and everything. And people are like, you. some people are like, you need to stop talking. And it's like, wait, but she literally just shit on her mom's life on this, on this thing. And Jeff Lewis said it best. I love Jeff Lewis. I'm yeah, literally obsessed with him. You don't understand at BravoCon, the best part for me was watching Jeff Lewis because he has no fear. He says whatever the hell he wants. And it's like always what I'm thinking. So I never watched his show though, but every time I see his interviews, I'm like, this guy is amazing. But he even said, he's like, I don't believe anything that Monica says. He was on Watch What Happens Live. He's like, anything Monica says, to me is an exaggeration and I'm like a hundred percent I feel like she exaggerates her entire life and yeah. I feel like she also she gets people to like want to attack her like and fight with her I don't know you know with words and all that stuff because she her mouth is big you guys yeah she knows where to hit it she knows where to hit people she's like learned that yeah. So I was dying. Let's start with the reunion. So I was dying at the fact that they were so cold because I literally cannot focus when I'm cold like that. And look what they were wearing. And you could actually see it in Whitney's face. Where she and, was uh, I God, when Meredith said she's dying over here, I was like, oh, wow. Like she does look uncomfortable. Yeah. 
Yeah. So we see Speaking a flash- of Meredith. I think that oh, was the only weird. word we heard. We heard that and then we heard something in the end. That's it. Chantel's mm-hmm. tough on Meredith, but I like Meredith. Because I do not think that she deserved middle chair. Like, sit your, you and Whitney need to switch. Like, you had really basically no drama other than the Angie. Like, switch. You should be next. You should be across from Angie. Like, uh, last chair, switch right now. I think she deserves to be on the show. I think she needs to come back. But, like, Whitney should have been where you were sitting, in my opinion. Yeah. That's Chantel's opinion because I don't <laughs> like, I was fine with it. But so we see a flashback of Monica and her relationship with her mother and her mother is so toxic. But here's the annoying thing about Monica that I've been trying to say is that she pins things on other people. I don't think it was Monica's mom who ruined this Bermuda trip. And Monica, you know, when she spoke about it, she said that, you know, her mom might have but she had like no proof of her mom actually doing it it sounds like that you know she wasn't really close to the people the family in bermuda and that they realized like i don't want to be on the show i'm not even really close to her and they probably already know that monica's mom is fucking crazy so that her daughter's probably crazy so they're like we don't even know what this is or maybe they did know what it was and they were like yeah, Monica's mom is crazy. Her daughter wants to come and see us. Like, what? I haven't even talked to you. So I just feel like Mo- Monica will pin things without knowing. Like, I feel like the Bermuda, the her family from Bermuda didn't want it, and it had nothing to do with Monica. And I think Monica even had come out and said, yeah, it wasn't my mom. So it's like, then why do you, like, put that narrative out there? She said it wasn't her mom? Yes. Oh. She had tweeted about it and said, yeah, like, it wasn't my mom. And But but then at the reunion, she's like, I just assumed. And it's like, you can't do things like that. Hmm. Yeah, no, I mean, that's weird. I do think Lisa, you know, is calling a spade a spade. Monica is like her mom. My whole thing with Monica is that if my mom was so terrible, I'm not going to involve her in the show. Thrive Market is my go-to for all grocery and household essentials. And the convenience of getting everything online then quickly shipped to my doorstep is a huge time saver. I love that Thrive Market carries brands with the highest quality ingredients and sourcing methods. They restrict hundreds of ingredients across their food and cleaning categories. And I can use their on-site filters to suit my lifestyle needs and my kids' lifestyle needs. Whether you're looking for organic kids' snacks, low-sugar alternatives, or gluten-free pantry essentials, you can curate your own shopping experience with a few clicks. And as a Thrive Market member, I save money on every single grocery order on average i save over 30 percent each time they even have a deals page that changes daily and always has some of my favorite brands i saved so much money recently and all the snacks i bought for my kids that have clean ingredients join in on the savings with thrive market today and get 30 percent off your first order plus a free 60 dollar gift go to thrivemarket.com slash trh for 30% off your first order, plus a free $60 gift. That's T-H-R-I-V-E market.com slash T-R-H. But I just truly think they both wanted to be famous. And they yeah, used abso- that. Absolutely. And, like, that was a storyline. And, like, you know, they needed each other for it. Monica, Monica says that her mom prayed to get on the show 
and that's weird. And Heather does say, well, why'd you film with her after that? And Monica says she's so used to it that it feels normal. I can see that. Yeah. She's so used to something and it feels normal. But so Monica's mom came out on uh, Twitter and she said, everything Monica says about me is a lie or have truth. I never applied. I never auditioned. Not season four or any other. I'm an award-winning journalist. Oh, okay. And a TV <laughs> producer. That was the TV job in New York City. News journalist producer. I already had the job. Reality TV is not my cup of tea. Then she shows a text message between her and Monica where she says, I don't agree to in per- perpetuity. Chanel, how do you say that? Yeah, you kind of you said it right. Perpetuity. Okay. And I think what she, what okay, yeah. I, I think what Monica's mom is referencing is the contract that she had to sign. Because the contract they make them sign is basically like you're selling your you're selling your soul to this. And then she goes, Monica's mom says, I know they don't need me. And then Monica says, Well, I do. I need you. If you're in such a toxic relationship, why do you need your mother? And then Monica's mom says, well, I want to be there for you 100%, but I'm not selling my soul. And then she's like, Monica says, we talked about this. We are showing, casing our people. We're showing our Portuguese family. Like, it's just crazy because it's like such, it's like I contradict myself sometimes saying things. I'm like, why the F is, you know, you know, Monica's mom even showing these things. But then I also do think that she can have a, have a say in things when her daughter, like, just like you said, when her daughter is going on national TV saying all these things about her mom, it's just so hard. Cause I'm just like, how is this real life? Like, how is yeah. this something that is done to people? And right. I do agree. Like when you're used to the chaos, you're just going to, it's normal to you. So you're, you kind of thrive on it, honestly, because that's what feels normal. But the way Monica portrayed it and was crying about, like, this is what my mom has done my whole life, like, overshadowed me, and she just wanted the show for herself. And then her mom shows a text where she's like, I want to be there for you, but I'm not trying to sell my soul. Yeah, I don't think anyone ever, like, I don't think Monica even said, though, that her mom applied for the show. She said that, I feel like she absolutely, uh, she, she implied, I feel like she implied that her mom did try to get on the show and she said well i hope if it's not you it's me and that they pick me (laughs) so i mean like what does that mean you know so i don't know i just think like jeff lewis our little king said that she exaggerates everything and she needed this you know she needed some brownie points so this makes you feel bad for her right i feel like andy handled it really well he was very supportive of her yeah, I thought Andy. I thought Andy was being great. Like he was doing. I think it's because we're not as attached to some of the characters where we're like we get so hot. I think he did such a great job on this reunion. Yeah, I love when Wendy was talking about her mom. She does apologize. She said that they like apologize to each other, but she does seem and, and or she apologized even. She's like, Mom, I know we're in a good place, but I just want to say my truth, and I thought that was nice. But she does seem so relieved that her and her mom are building on their relationship. Uh, by the way, like I'm still not over Chantel though. Whitney's like look, her her 300 necklaces. I just can't believe she's failed from. She's so pretty. She failed from her style, her hair, her necklaces. Even her makeup wasn't nice. I know. Like, can you please consult in us and so we can help you out on your reunion? You're such. You're, she's so pretty. Like, come she's on. She's pretty like, on like every episode. How the hell do you fail so miserably at the reunion? I know this is like the Super Bowl for you guys. The one yeah. thing about um, it's funny about Whitney. Like, she just she's so easy to like know. Like, she. All she wants ever is just acknowledgement. Like, I hurt you. That's it. Like, let's move on. Like, she's so easy that, like, if you just drop any, if anybody just drops their, like, guard with her or, you know, their pride, you'd get along with her so easy, so well. She just wants to acknowledge when you hurt her. 
we find out that Monica actually fell walking the down, down the stairs at Angie's house and that she actually threatened to sue her online. And Monica does this thing where she she'll like say angie like i don't know what your problem is with me you have this problem with me and it's like are we watching the same show monica you clearly had several problems with angie this entire season including you falling down her stairs and monica did like throw a shoe while a toddler was there i thought it was like monica's kid to be honest but it wasn't but monica was bruised up after and of course she has her receipts she took photos of her bruises because she is making it like it's a problem then because she, she- is the type of person that knows documents is where it goes and where it takes to get to win things. Like only someone who like knows they want to use calculated person. Yeah. Only someone that knows they want to use at one time is going to take pictures. Like you don't, if I fell on your stairs, Roxanne, or I fell on someone's, you know, stairs, I would never take pictures like of all these things and be like, look how bruised I am. I would snap you and be like, look, bitch, look what happened to my leg. But that's all that it would be. It wouldn't be like four different photos of like saving it and then tweeting it out to the world. Like that is so embarrassing. So, so she had tweeted, which we she obviously. Opened, it just pissed me off. Like she opened up her home to you on yeah. a very, a very religious day. Yeah, and like, a, like I just can't. So Monica had tweeted, which we obviously missed that Angie should foot the bill for her head scan, which we then find out that production did foot the bill. They covered it. I just feel like Monica is such a liability to Bravo and it's not worth it. I can see her finding several ways to sue them. I'm calling it now. Mark my words. If they bring her back, she will sue them for distress, for whatever. She'll find something to sue them for because her even saying after the fact, Angie, you should have covered what my bill since I fell at your house and then we find out that Bravo did so what's the problem here you're a liability girl you are a liability it's just crazy how people think like mistakes happen in life like if you fell down because something it's not her fault like it's like it's like a house like mistakes happen if you like open your eyes bitch what what did you say I said open your eyes like I know it just it's just wild to me like yeah of course like thank god you're okay like I'm sure that was on everyone's mind like you're you're actually okay you know thank god you're good but to sit there and like try to make it a thing and like try to come after someone is just horrible Monica then throws Meredith under the bus and says that she told Meredith about it. Meredith said, well, you can take Angie's house and sue her. Ooh, girl. Oh, my God. (laughs) And Angie killed it when she said it's apparent you make a living out of suing people. And hello, Heather Lawsuit. Angie is like, pay your bills. And she's like, no. And I'm like, what do you mean? No, pay your bills. Like, you're in a lawsuit with Heather because you refuse to pay your bills. Yeah, you were sitting there tweeting and messaging on Instagram the person who did it say how amazing of a work they did like pay your damn bills this is where she gets very convincing she's like I haven't sued anybody I don't sue anybody like she just she's very on point like she just tries to make that a thing and, and like, Angie didn't press it so it's yeah. like the audience would have thought that she didn't sue anybody had Angie not said anything yeah and then and then she tries to make it seem like because they sued her and it's a counter sue doesn't count but it's like that's when Angie's like paid the damn bill and you have to counter suit you know like it's just crazy it's just and she so literally crazy. is like no and I'm I like know. what no. <laughs> Lisa and Heather are going back and forth and Heather is like okay there's or I'm sorry Monica and Heather were going back and forth and Monica's like there's no point and Monica's like um Heather I don't know what your problem is and again the lawsuit I am so confused on why Monica's acting like this isn't the biggest deal ever I know, but, like, wh- what happened to, like, Meredith also? Like, why would Meredith say something like that? Like, that's shady AF of Meredith to be like... What? Say what? 
she basically she did imply that like she um even she she basically implied that you could probably get her house. Oh, about the Angie thing. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, but she, she denied saying that. She said that, oh, I saw, I said that, like, yeah, you could sue. So but... liability. Like, why, why are you putting that in this girl's head? Right. This person of all people. That's why I'm like, I hope Bravo executives are seeing this. Because, again, Monica's good TV. She's not good on The Real Housewives. And I would be scared for her to be around me. <laughs> I really would. So Monica has four last names. There's always a story. She's like, my mom was made fun of la- um, of my last name, and she has used three last names, which if you look, there's four last names. Everything's like a sob story with Monica. Alva Johnson tweeted on Twitter. She said, Boston is full of por- Portuguese people. There is no way her mom was teased for being Portuguese in Massachusetts. This is the Monica lying show, and I couldn't and I couldn't agree with more. Now, some people might take that statement the wrong way, but Chantel, in Michigan, majority of people in Michigan, that's where all the Chaldeans, which is what we are, that's where we all ended up at, is in Michigan. So, if someone ever, like, said something, made fun of us for being Chaldean, it'd be like, bro, like, we're, all the Chaldeans live here, what? Just like in Staten Island, most Italians live in Staten Island, so it, w- it wouldn't be something you'd get made fun of for it's just that's where they all ended up going it's Staten Island so uh, again this is like something that Monica is just she doesn't own anything she's just reaching for something and I'm just like no that is like wild that you'd go through a process of changing your last name four times it's a very annoying process to do well no she this is where this is where it gets tricky is because everyone knows she's used four names but she makes it a point that she's only legally done it three times and she gives the points okay three times is still super scary like but no but no this is but like to me it's like she she makes she makes it very apparent like how she did it she said when my when i when i before i got married after i got divorced and then like um and then her her maiden name whatever so like to me it's like or her mom made her because she was a child yeah, so it's like still like four it, it still shows online she, four times that she changed it i think it's when she uses it four times it's what's weird it's like you go ahead and you change your name another time without having to do online because you want to you want to like you want to hide your identity. That's what's crazy. She's just very scary. She is scare, scare, you guys. I don't know how you guys are not seeing this for the people who don't, but we talk about Jack's mission and Heather's asked why it was so triggering to her. Andy basically agrees with Lisa and why she shouldn't have invited Heather and that it doesn't make sense. Whitney was very supportive of Jack. Heather was not at the end of the day. So, I don't know. It could have been like a storyline thing. Producers might have asked them to keep pressing it. Producers might have asked Heather to keep pushing it. But I don't know. I think she owns up. She owns up to saying like, yeah, yeah. I, I should have compartmentalized and said, listen, like, I don't agree, but I'm not going to tell Lisa that. Let me just be there for Lisa as a friend. Right. Just like how Winnie did. I think Winnie like said that to her. Like, oh, that's all you got to do. Right. They get a break, and then Monica goes to Mary to talk about what's happening at the reunion. And again, it's very victim per usual, where she's like, I haven't even been able to speak. And it's like, you are vicious. You are vicious. So I don't know All what you've been doing is speaking. Right. Mary joins the ladies. She trips in typical Mary fashion. And Mary is wild. She really is. Andy asks about her coming back in. Angie compliments her and is like, you know, Mary's hilarious and Mary's so defensive. She's like, shush up. This is, you've only been on for one season. You don't need to have an opinion. And Andy is like, wait, she's complimenting you. And then we later find out that Mary says she likes Angie because Angie can handle her toughness. But Mary's wild. She yeah, um, wild. but like I we really do need it. She really was like the com- comedic relief that runs yeah. has, but like it really and she, you know what? She kind of says the only thing that um 
everything they said about this whole thing is true. Like she says that she says things to their face, which is accurate. And yeah. that she hates when the ladies talk behind her back. But then when Lisa was like, I say, th- when we say it to your face, you get mad. Like that's where her issue, that literally yeah, where her problem true. is. She knows how to dish it, but she can't take it. Yeah. Mary is not happy with Heather about like Heather saying the Dr. Seuss style. And Mary does shit on them and she gets them good. Cause she's like, y'all got your house after you joined the show. I had this house before the show and I was like, damn. Yeah. That was good. But I was dying about Mary walking past her son's room and telling his girl to stop faking the orgasm from her son saying oh, he's not that serious. I was my, like, oh my gosh, God. I was dying. Like, this is the funniest thing I've ever heard on Housewife history. But poor Mary. Mary, she's never really gotten it, you know, like that. So when she says it's not that serious, it's because, like, look who you're married to. <laughs> you know, like, oh, gosh. Uh, but, yeah. That for good her to, yeah, but for her to say that, like, I guess sisters saying that to each other, but for a mom. Mom to say that about their own son. Whoa. Why no filter? She does not care really what comes in her mind. It's what comes out of her mouth. It's the craziest thing. I've never seen something like this. You know what really bothers me though is that people are out here defending Monica and saying, wow, she had a blogger account. Knowing that she did way more than just this blogger account involving illegal stuff, but then people come for Mary and say she's not good for the show. But it's like Mary's not making fake social media accounts. She's not planning cameras. She isn't going into people's phones, saving everything, logging into your security system. She's saying everything she feels to people's faces. She isn't a phony. She's not a fraud. So it's odd when people are like, I can't take Mary seriously. I don't get Mary when it's like, look at all the stuff Monica's doing. And some of you are actually defending Monica. Yeah. I think to me, it's like, I think we said this too before. It's like when things are happening shady in their own personal lives, like whatever it is, like it, that's still great TV. Like we, it, like they might not be a great person, but they're not making it uncomfortable for the other ladies, you know, and they're not yeah. making it. They're still, they're still like, you could trust that person a little bit, you know, not to come after you personally, but they have a lot of shit going on in their lives. And I think that's the case with Mary was with the case with Mary. Like she had such an odd life to like explain and like, no one could really understand that. But with Monica, it's like, everyone should like, you know, hide their kids, hide their wives, hide their, you know, like that, like yeah. one meme, <laughs> like yeah, that's what they have to do with her. No, for real. Whitney um, does also apologize for calling Mary's husband a predator. Mary then says she believes Whitney is a racist and that um, she doesn't like Whitney at all. What do you think about that? It was strong words, strong words to say, you know, and I think Whitney handled it well. And she just said to her, I mean, I think what Mary said back was it, it made so much sense. Like their, their whole like, conversation, like Mary was like, listen, you didn't say anything. Like, cause Whitney wanted to make sure, did I say anything to make you feel that way? And she goes, you didn't say anything, but it's just how I feel. And I feel like we all have our intuition. And like, if that's how she feels like, you know, she doesn't have to explain it. Right. But it also proves to, you know, Whitney, like I've never done anything or said anything to you actually for you to like to prove that I'm a racist. It's just what your, what your opinion is. Yeah. Mary says that the girls were acting too extra about reality Von Tees, but then they, then she got mad about Heather. Heather still complimented her house. She just compared the chairs to Dr. Seuss. Uh, but I don't think Mary even understands really the severity of what Monica has done. And, uh, then Heather pulls audio of Monica calling Mary a dumb bitch to her best friend. Again, Monica doesn't own it. And that's my problem with Monica. Like she's try, she's, she got scared here where she's like talking over. She was like, Oh, it was about someone else. I don't even know what she said, but I'm like, you came into here acting like you own your shit, but it's like, you clearly do not own your shit. 
She's like, show the other voice notes. You can't just show mine and not show the others. Yeah, she can. Like, what do you mean? Right. Like, she can absolutely just show yours so you can see. And like, and like, yeah, Miri is like a Teresa here where like sometimes Teresa doesn't even like watch the show or know what's happening. So she like will just have her own opinion. But Miri literally, if she, if she actually heard what she was saying, Miri would not like her for that because again, she did it behind her back and she was being shady. Right. What'd you think of the Tanisha interview? Uh, like the one that we did? Yeah. I mean, I loved it. I think that it still shows another side. I think that people, yeah, I think people can see that there's still lies being said and that, I mean, they, the, the thing that I liked about it is that they truly had a friendship based on, you know, being employed by Jen or whatever. They had a friendship and they both had something to do with this account, but Tanisha had was never there for the drama of it. She was there to help a friend out and then she backed away. And I think people really need to understand that it was all Monica. Yeah, someone else came out and the fifth they, person. Yeah, the fifth person came out and said, "I, I." They said how like toxic it was, and um, let me read it. It's so it's Paulina Lovato. She said there were five individuals initially involved with Reality Vontese social media accounts, which were created to bring to light an unhealthy and abusive work environment. The accounts were never created to be a gossip page for the Real Housewives of Salt Lake City. The only initial purpose was to disclose abusive behaviors we endured while employed by a former cast member. My personal involvement lasted a total of six months from March 2021 to September 2021. What began as an outlet to give victims a voice quickly shifted into a source of gossip, toxicity, and recklessness. In September of 2021, I ended all involvement with the social media accounts and my relationships with those associated with the page to pursue healing and move on. Initially, I believed these accounts would help us collectively cope and heal from the pain and abuse we experienced, but I soon discovered I needed to heal independently and refuse to perpetuate cycles of toxicity. Contrary to disinformation included in the season four finale, Tanisha did not have a larger role in the social media account than myself or other individuals at the time of participation. My personal experience with Tanisha is that she's an incredibly hardworking woman, tremendous mother, professional, loving human being. You know, Tanisha, you knew her character speaks for herself. Deeply saddens me that the social media controversy has created so much divisiveness um, and has brought a lot of pain to Tanisha and her family. This is wrong. I am truly remorseful for my involvement and what I at the time felt was a good opportunity for consolation from the dehumanized. Okay, this girl with her words right now <laughs> is a lot. Dehumanization. She, she spent a lot writing yeah. this. Woo! Dehumanized. Okay, how do you say dehumanized? <laughs> Dehumanized. I think I have. I don't yeah, see it, whatever. but treatment and display of behaviors were endured during our employment. It is irresponsible and unethical to unjustify, vilify, and shift blame to one person for something created by five individuals. Um, she says that she's different than she was three years ago. She will carry the lessons. Blah blah blah. So, um, yeah, like obviously, my whole thing, and I and I keep saying this is. It doesn't matter if five people were involved. It doesn't take away from the fact that Monica was heavily involved, period, okay? does not take away from it, especially when yeah. she got on the show and she was tweeting shit about all the ladies. She wasn't just tweeting about Jen Shaw. And Jen Shaw is a criminal. And again, just in case people say, like, you guys are defending Jen Shaw, we never could stay on Jen Shaw. We barely watched Salt Lake City. We skipped through episodes because of Jen Shaw. So we don't like her at all. But to find out also that... Monica was like logging into Jen's security system. Like, go do something with your life. What are you doing? You know, go get like a real job. You know, she had an Etsy account where 
she was selling blankies. She had like three, she had what, 100 and something, one, over 100,000 followers off that account, which is complete BS. Cause if you were that successful, you had that many following people were buying your stuff. You wouldn't be like, you know, broke at the end of the day. And she really, she truly is. So I don't know my opinion, Monica, there is no way she could get cast next season. She's a huge liability. But did I like her on the show where she brought shit? Yeah, she was very, very interesting for being the most toxic human alive. And that's why she needs to be on, like, Bad Girls Club. <laughs> and that's that. Okay, you preach, girl. Yeah, but we did want to just get everyone's side, just so you guys know. We think it's important to get everyone's side. Um, yeah, and if Monica wanted to come on and say her side and say things, she can yeah. too. But like, it, it yeah, seems okay. to me like she had the opportunity at the reunion and she used it to lie. And right. I think that that was such a bad um, position to go into. I think she right. could have really swayed a lot of people's you know opinions because people still are backing her up, which is like whatever, do you? But she could have really taken this opportunity to be like, listen, like I messed up. I was hunger for fame. I I'm doing whatever I can to, you know, make my children, you know, be successful one day and like set them up for success. Everyone would understand that I think, but she didn't. Absolutely. Well, that's all I got. Anything else from you, Chantel? No, I think that's it. I mean, you guys, Oh, I do want to talk about traders because Roxanne, I know you've been loving that show. Yeah, I did watch traders. You guys, it is, it is really good, but we're also like into the challenge and stuff like that. So yeah. So if you're into reality shows like big brother or whatever, but there's five housewives that are on this and it's so good. So please watch it. Cause we might talk about it. If we do, we'll let you know. But if you don't yeah, just watch Martha it, and Tamara are on it. Sheree's on it. And it's Phaedra. Uh, oh yeah. Phaedra. Phaedra is my favorite. Sheree's mean- very silent, but Phaedra is She's made for TV. She really, really is. Truly is. And then you see, and then you, um, Larsa and um, Marcus, Marcus, and like you see such a different side of Marcus than we we see on Miami. Yeah, like, he's, he's so a lot much more quiet in Miami. Yeah, like here he's like the big duh. Hey, I'm Jordan. Like you know, my last name's Jordan, or yeah, Jordan. Like he was he was prepping his last name out, and I'm like, okay, Marcus, I see you. Yeah, let us know if you guys are watching it so that we could talk about it. Yes. Yeah. Well, that's all that we got today. Thank you guys so much for listening. We hope you have a fabulous day. Bye, guys. Bye, guys. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.